Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 66, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jez Hunt. Hello everybody, it's lovely to be back with you. Um, I wish I could say it was a really hot sunny day as we are in flaming June now, but it isn't, it's cold, it was drizzling, it's definitely sweatshirt and tracky bottoms weather still. How's it up in Leicester? Yes, it's it's the same. Um, I've got, as you can tell, as you can tell, I do have a fleece on, so uh, it's not as warm as it had been at the weekend. It was a lovely weekend though. Apparently, it's promising to be warmer from tomorrow, so let's hope so. I've asked um, someone I know that lives in Devon who's got lots of sun at the moment and warmth to send it up this way, <laughs> and I'll send it on up the country because, uh, yeah, I need some I need some sun for my um, vegetables that are growing. I'm really excited because my potatoes are coming through now, Excellent. and um, lettuce and courgettes and tomatoes have started sprouting from seeds, which I'm really pleased about as well. So, nice. Yeah, my parsnips and my carrots and my broccoli are growing nicely as well. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know how many meals we get out of them because my garden's <laughs> only small, but. It'll be nice to have some fresh veg out of my own garden this year. Yeah, no, it's always a good thing. Yeah, I remember doing that with Robbie. Actually getting the veg patch done and he took that over a few years ago. He was he was doing that himself as well, doing potatoes yeah. and lettuces and cabbages and broccoli and all those sorts of things. So, yeah. Very good. Oh, all and good. I've got onions going as well. They've started poking up through the ground. Woo! <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> never thought i'd get excited over growing my own vegetables dad would be very proud <laughs> i think he would absolutely Bless him. <laughs> dear oh dear so today. today today it might be quite interesting to explore doing the best we can okay and being the best that we can be because i know i'm guilty of it but but a lot of us put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be perfect when you know whatever we do we need to recognize that we're successful that we're always doing the best we can that we're utilizing the knowledge that we have and as we connect with ourselves and allow our our soul to guide us forwards rather than our ego we we will always be doing what's for our highest good and therefore doing the best that we can possibly do Mm -hmm. okay and i do feel that it's you know there's a lot of us me included who get that nagging little voice that says you could have done that better oh you silly idiot why have you done that Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i think we forget sometimes that that our mistakes are mistakes and that everything is a learning and therefore if we take learning from it we're always doing the best that we can okay so the first thing 
that I think is worth exploring just for listeners as well is so where does that come from where does that negativity build up from I feel it probably comes from childhood mm-hmm. um because we want to please people we want we want we want to we want to get the pat on the back we wanted to get the star at school to say that we'd done well we want to get the 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 nice red ticks rather than the big red crosses <laughs> um because pressure has been put on us to to excel at everything and and in actual fact all of us is really gifted but we're all we all have different gifts and so we need to be honing in on those gifts to really develop them to our true potential but also the the things that we're not so good at to to practice those as well to develop them so that they so that we're better at them but it's perception isn't it yeah i'd like to go a little bit further back than that so you meant you, you went quite quickly into school i would for, to me what feels right to me to me i think it is from childhood absolutely um in that to a degree we want attention so we're looking for attention you know, it's nice as a child you know if you think of watching children interacting with parents from baby onwards the only thing they know is mother or father or both or, or maybe siblings if they're older siblings so when we do something as a child that gets a smile or a laugh or a whatever from the parent we do more of it because it's good it's it's a good feeling so we are focused on doing things to please our parents which don't necessarily work in our favor um so we're doing things to please our parents so we're looking for that praise because it feels good then when we do something r- wrong in inverted commas air quotes then we get negative attention and i mean you know we, we maybe this is something we could discuss at some point positive attention versus negative attention with children because it's still attention but what then can happen is our behavior in terms of what we do and seeking approval and whether we get that or not is actually dictated by the beliefs and values and experiences of our parents that's mm. where the control starts to come in because if our parents view what we're doing as air quotes bad or not good enough then that is the message they give to us and we're seeking approval from our parents we're not getting approval because we're not doing well enough so we then put pressure on ourselves to perform better to please our parents mm that then i believe extends into schooling and so we then start to please the teacher we then start to well also with reports coming back to parents we want to please our parents until such time as in my case i didn't care <laughs> um <laughs> anyway that, that that's a that, that's not something i'm encouraging but that was my choice at that time 
that it didn't bother me whether they liked it or not, whether I succeeded in the subject or not. The other thing I'd like to just pick up on it. Absolutely. We have our own gifts and those are actually what our life should be about working on working with tuning into the things that we excel at you said about working on things that we're not so good at so that we improve in 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 those areas I'm in two minds about that I think there are certain things that maybe basic maths for example if we're not very good at mathematics then doing learning basics and pushing basics so we understand certain things can be helpful same with reading writing you know the 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 three r's as they call them reading writing arithmetic um so there are certain things that are i believe you know is worth pursuing to whatever level you feel right is right for you i don't feel that someone being pushed into something they don't want to do and being forced to do it because society says, because school says, because parents say, I don't feel that that's the right thing to do. No, I would agree with you on that because actually that makes people miserable and 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 puts them in a state where they might actually be really struggling with something and it something that they don't. It's not even pertinent to where their their journey is and, and, and where their journey's heading if i look at if i look at my journey where i am now in terms of what i learned as a child or, or through any of my education apart from learning to talk learning the english language to be able to communicate being able to write yes some mathematics as well but I'm certainly not a a maths genius by any means I mean our brothers are probably way ahead of me on Mm -hmm. on the maths front um but I know enough other than that there's nothing I mean everything that I've done has led me to where I am now so I'm not saying it wasn't there wasn't any point to it because it's part of my life journey and the and the lessons I needed to learn but there's the majority of what I learned pre 10 years ago, seven years ago, is has no bearing on what I'm doing now at all. And there are certain things that I was forced to do at school that I've never used in mm. since I left school at 16. Mm. And yet, well, it's in the curriculum, you have to do it. Why? It's boring. I hate it. It's not relevant. So I know we, we, we've touched on education previously in various episodes and, and I don't want this to become an education based episode either. I believe that if you want to get the best out of people, then focus on what they enjoy doing and what they're good at. Mm. Because, yes, you can whip someone into line and you can make someone you know within reason you can make someone revise and revise and revise and revise and revise and revise and learn and learn and learn to achieve a certain standard but as we've said before who sets that standard um but the thing is that's learning with the head yes well whereas we're we're heart-centered beings 
we are supposed to be heart-centered beings and we can learn from the heart because the heart just absorbs what we need to know that is right for us and and it also helps us to understand what is truth so you know I, I always say to my students and some of them end up in their heads and they're trying to understand stuff and I'm saying no don't do that feel it in your heart let your heart absorb the information feel whether it feels right for you is this your truth because everyone's truth is going to be slightly different depending on where they are on their journey and that's okay but also depending on where your gifts lay that the information that relates to your gifts that, that you've come with you'll easily absorb and mm -hmm. so that will allow you to develop those gifts more easily yeah. does that make sense yeah yeah Look because you're you're doing what you love you're and also when you're connecting with your heart like that, there, there is universal knowledge within us that we can access just by going in and, and listening and allowing ourselves to let that information come through, through our intuition, through our heart centre. Yeah. Look at children when they're playing, right? They can play for hours. They can, whether it's you know, young children that can play for it doesn't matter whether you know whether it's toys whether it's just in their imagination running around the garden and, and talking to themselves or, or whatever it is they can play for hours you try and get them to wash their hands before a meal you try and get them to do their bedroom clean tidy up their bedroom before bed you try and get them to do things they don't want to do there's resistance there's uh, i mean it doesn't mean you can't get them to do it but it's an uphill battle Yet you say, okay, you can have another hour's play. Push, they're off. Yeah. Because they're doing what their heart wants to do. They want to play. They want to just be creative, in be in the moment. <laughs> yeah. So if we, I say if actually, when, when, because I believe we can all do it, when we as adults learn to get back in the moment, we tune into what it is that, I mean, to use your phrase, that makes our heart sing. Mm -hmm. We tune into the things that give us that excitement and passion. Like for me with painting, you know, with my whole painting journey, I didn't even know it was there until I gave it a go. And now, I love it. I mean, it's, it's something that's it's part of me. It's something that Right. Am I ever going to be a Picasso on a wall in a museum? I don't know. Maybe, maybe in the future, someone will put a Jez Hunt on the wall of the Louvre or something. Who knows? Um, that's not why I do it. <laughs> but the, the point is when, like with coaching for me, because I have an interest in helping people, because I have, um, because it's in my heart to do what I'm doing, then I'm doing the best I can at this and loving it and enjoying it and being in the moment. Mm. When I was doing business consultancy or when I was doing customer quality stuff in corporate, I could do it. And to a degree, I enjoyed certain elements of it, but it didn't make me sing. I wasn't happy. Not truly, not like I am now. Mm. So it's not, yeah, you know, I, I think that part of our journey, or well, maybe our whole journey, is about 
going back to that in the now of childhood, which came so naturally before it was knocked out of us. Mm. Going back to that, because when you're in your heart center, when you're in the now, you know what's right. So like you were saying it right at the beginning, you're doing the best you can in that moment because you're tuned in to what is right, what's part of your, you know, your sole purpose, why you're here, what you're good at, what the things that you should be doing. Rather than forcing yourself down a route and trying to fit into a box that someone else has said you have to fit in this box. Mm. Yeah, I, I do feel it's going to be very important going forward and that, that you know, we we need to be looking at our children and grandchildren and encouraging them to do what makes them feel happy. You know, I've always said to my children, I don't, I don't, don't mind what you do. You know, all I'm bothered about is that you are happy. You're happy with your life. You're happy with the work that you're doing. You're happy with everything that you're doing and if you're not happy then you need to stop and look mm. and say why am I not happy what is it that I need to change that will make me happy again what is it that I need to change that will allow me to move back into that space where I know that I'm doing the best that I can yeah and I think I think that's important as well that the understanding and that's something that I've really had to get to grips with myself because I've always put a lot of pressure on myself to um in the past to I wouldn't say I was a complete perfectionist but I always had very high standards for myself and that's not saying that high standards isn't a good thing but it can put a lot of pressure on you so that you start to perceive things where you get outcomes that you weren't expecting as failure when actually they might be the outcomes that you really need at that point in time for the learning that you need and what I've I've really had to kind of get to grips with that even when I get outcomes that aren't what I was expecting or wanting I'm still doing the best I can in that moment yeah and it's giving me a learning opportunity and if we if we take this a little bit cognitive, let's let's take it so we're in our heads for a moment. Then any decision we make, any decision we make at any time is based on what? It's based on our values, our beliefs, our experiences, past experiences, possibly the influence of others as well, maybe. Our perception as well. Our perception. Okay. So any decision we make is based on those in that moment that we make the decision. So we cannot make a better decision in that moment. It can only be the best we can do because it's based on all the resources we have available to us in that moment. Mm. Yeah, and it's something that I used to, to say to people you know, where they had issues with parents or um, some, maybe a colleague at work or whatever. And it, it's like, just remember that they're doing the best they can with the knowledge they have yeah. at that moment in time. And by that knowledge, I mean beliefs, values, yeah, yeah, yeah. experiences, um, you know, et, et cetera, that has had some kind of influence on them. So the so, point is that, 
you cannot make a better decision than the one you make. Because in that moment, you believe it to be the right decision. Like you said, it doesn't mean that the outcome from that decision is going to be what you want. It doesn't mean that you're going to move forward in the way that you expect to or would like to. But it's the best decision you can make in that moment. Yes, a week later, a day later, an hour later, whenever, from the future, when you have more knowledge, more understanding, more experience, you could look back and say, I could have made a better decision. But that's based on what I know now, not what I knew then. Mm-hmm. You know, hindsight is a wonderful thing and all that. <laughs> so the reason we look back at things and say, oh, actually, that wasn't necessarily the best thing I could have done is only because we have a different understanding now than we had at the time to be able to make that decision in the first place. So where I'm going with this is that actually I believe that we are all doing the best we can. You know, Mm. unless we are intentionally going out of our way to hurt, damage, upset somebody else, then generally most people are trying to do the best they can for themselves and for others. Mm within the restrictions that we have of beliefs, limiting beliefs, value systems, um, experiences, and and the knowledge that we have in that moment. Mm. So to me, this whole thing of doing the best we can is what we are all trying to achieve anyway. We're all trying to do the best we can. And I'll take out the word trying. We are doing the best we can Mm. in any given moment. Because if we had other knowledge in that moment, we might make a different decision, but we don't have that knowledge. So how can we make a different decision? Mm. Mm. But it's, I think it's important to recognize that we're always doing the best we can because because the way that society has kind of worked one of a better word is that other people put expectations on us that may make us feel that we could do better i've not done well enough in this when actually we've done the best we can at that moment in time and, that, and so that can influence how we feel about ourselves Absolutely. and what we're, what we're achieving. Um, and yet it's others' expectations of us rather than what's right for us. And this is why it's so important to be in the heart centre and be connecting with ourselves and feeling what feels right for us. Because the only person that knows what's right for you is you. Yeah. Just go back to exams. If you fail at geography, if you fail, you're just not meeting the criteria that somebody else has set. But that doesn't mean you're a failure. And yet that can be taken on board and can cause a lot of, I'll use the word, damage to you and your life until you release that. If you've taken that on board as I'm not good enough. Mm. You know, if I look at the coaching I'm doing, (laughs) 
and the problems that I'm un helping people unravel from childhood and the beliefs that they've held onto that are, aren't serving them. And the same with en energy healing and the things that, you know, okay. we do together, you know, with four people, with people. And yet, if you allowed someone to, you it's not about letting someone just do whatever they want, because we do have to interact with society and other people. And there are things that just aren't, you know, that aren't appropriate. So going around and I, oh, I fancy killing someone, I'm just going to go and do it. You know, that's not appropriate in society. No. So there are, you know, there have to be rules to a degree. And, but then allowing people to do what it is they that makes them happy so if someone wants to be a baker let them be a baker don't force someone to be a baker who wants to be a butcher mm. but also if if someone's not sure what they want to do let let them go out and try things things and try things and if if it doesn't work it's okay just try something else you know and i saw that with my son and gareth he tried he did care work he did factory work he and then all of a sudden he said mom i want to go back to college i'm going to train as an electrician and he loves it yeah you know and his other passion is football and 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 he puts a lot of his a lot of his spare time goes into that but it, it's very much you know he includes the family where he can with that but but i love to watch the passion that comes out in him when he's playing football or when he's taking his son to football you know it's so lovely to see because that's him being in his heart and and I think that's so important for everyone is and you know it doesn't matter if you've tried things and and they just don't work for you that's okay just feel within you what feels right yeah what what feels right for you what is it that's going to make you happy and and also you know skills are transferable as well mm -hmm. and i think people forget that and and they they forget that they are transferable and that means that they don't have to stay in the same area of work if they're not happy in that area of work they can transfer those skills into something else that would actually make them much happier um and that, and you know i i look back at my own journey and i've had some some big shifts and changes um in my career but i can see how each part of it has helped to get me where i am now and i love what i do i've had my moments with it which <laughs> which is all part of the journey but like you i love helping people i just do it in a slightly different way to yeah, you and that's yeah. okay because that's what my my gift is um but i couldn't imagine going back to any of the other types of jobs that i did when i was much younger but equally i can see how they helped me to get where i am but i can also see that i wasn't truly happy in those jobs because although they were helping me develop skills for now, what I'm doing now is what I'm most supposed to be doing. That's why I came to the planet at this time mm -hmm. to do the work that I'm doing now. And um, and there's lots of different aspects to it, which which keep it, yeah, keep it interesting. But it, you know, all the different aspects um, 
make me happy. And I know that if I didn't do this and I tried to do something else, I'd be really unhappy. <laughs> that makes sense. So um, where am I going with this? I don't know. It, it's kind of just like we we need we really need to tune into ourselves. We really need to listen to ourselves to to see what makes us happy so that we are always doing the best that we can possibly do by by being our true selves by doing what makes us really feel happy by tuning into what our gifts are because if we're if we've got and we've all got different gifts um but when we work with those gifts fully then then we are um we're in we're in the moment properly we're in our heart centers um and we're doing what makes us feel happy which then has a ripple effect out on everybody around us and if we're miserable that has a ripple effect on everyone around us as well <laughs> so it's really important yeah i mean doing what makes us happy but also to recognize that we're doing the best we can and i think you know as a parent I've, I've always tried to help my children to understand that they're doing the best they can mm-hmm. and that's okay. And, and we've had our moments where I might not have been as supportive as I could have been. Um, but we've kind of come out the other side of those situations and, um, you know, it, it's, recognizing that success is not linked to other people's ideals and standards success is us being happy us doing the things that make us happy us working with the gifts that we came with so that we evolve and develop and grow whilst we're here. Mm. Absolutely. So I think for me, the big thing that has really kind of hit home for me over the last probably six months in particular is that we're always doing the best we can. Yeah. Always. And when we're doing the best we can, we need to be kind to ourselves, especially if the outcome that we get (laughs) is not the outcome that we expected, because that doesn't mean that we're not doing the best we can. It just means that we didn't get the outcome that we expected. And the outcome that we got was probably the outcome that was for our highest good, because there was something to learn from it. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really important when that little voice in your ear tells you off, tells you that you're silly um, or you're stupid, that you remember you're doing the best you can. You're doing the best you can in that moment. And that's all that's expected of us. Yeah, I think that's a good place to finish this episode. Well, 
hopefully that's given everybody something to think about. <laughs> mm. Yeah, doing the best we can. Excellent. Kind of changes your perception of yourself, doesn't it, when you can accept that we're doing the best we can. Oh, absolutely. Having that realisation a few years back has changed my whole perception and, and my whole perspective on life. Mm. It's when you realise it and embrace it and see it, it makes a massive difference. Mm. So hopefully many, 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 many more people will discover it for themselves. Absolutely. So on that note... I think we'll leave it there. Thank you, Duke. So thank you for listening, everybody. As usual, if you've got any questions, then do please contact us via our email addresses, which you'll find in the show notes below. And uh, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. <laughs>